If you hear the sound of my voice, then welcome back to a brand new episode of the Toxic Castellanity Podcast. I am your host, broadcasting live from the Black Apple, Brady to Booty. Don't forget the baby. Baby. And I am here to tell you that I am bringing you the last Love and Regrets episode of of the year, maybe. I don't know. But this is going to be the last episode. And so I figured I put a good taste on your palates, being that every last one of these have been sour and bitter. So this episode is about the infamous Madam Madam Pinguini. I literally asked her to do this episode because I didn't want her to like just see it and then she, you know, pulls out a voodoo doll and it punches it in the in the head a few times, but she asked, she said yes, and here is the backstory. So me me and Jess have always crossed paths on Facebook. Whether it was in a group or she showed her intelligence and her hilariousness on a post. And, you know, I've always like looked at her as a prize. And, and she is. You know, if if you see a woman shining bright, you gotta just do it. You know, you gotta like tell her that that she's the shit, and that's what Jess is. And Jess is the shit, but. Every time my paths would cross, there was always a lover or obstacle in a way from from blocking her, from seeing this greatest gift of of human of humanity, right? Nah, I'm playing y'all, but. But as far as the obstacle goes, you know, like either a relationship was there or someone who didn't really have any interest in me would like hop in a conversation between her and I on like a on a post or whatever. You know, so so she had a a stint where you know she was the queen of everything and i won't even lie to you 
things of that nature, when I see the queen of everything, I get intrigued. I get, I don't know. I won't even say I get aroused, but like I was definitely intrigued because it, because now I was wondering, was she a queen that ruled with an iron fist? Or was she a queen that ruled with a heart of gold? But I immediately found out that regardless of how she ran and ruled her kingdom, sorry, queendom, I want to get beat up, you know, she was a thousand percent solid gold. Without a doubt. So, anywho. So, I guess I could think of one person who to thank for, like, you know, like me and Jess getting getting close. And that is, you know, that that is this this dude, uh, Demetrius. You know, um, I don't think Jess ever saw me has like relationship material, especially like reading what she was reading. Because even she said that, like, some of the things that I've said were, like, really outlandish and, like, what the fuck. But that's what makes me me. I don't pull punches. I don't, I don't sugarcoat a lot of things. And it just saw that. And so Jess was always, like... You know, you're a little too harsh with the things that you say. And I was just like, me? Harsh? I'm the nicest motherfucker you'll ever meet. Boy, was I wrong. But the thing about, about Jess is... Jess is playful. She's serious. She's smart. She wears her heart on her sleeve. And at the same time, while she wears her heart on her sleeve, she knows the fact that like people will see that. And she don't play no games about her heart on her sleeve. So, uh, that was a little bit of the backstory. So let's get into the let's get into the fun stuff. I didn't really ask Jess to like meet my girlfriend. It was more of hey, you my lady, cut your shit. I'm a thug. Big pimping, spinning cheese. No. <laughs> she's she's going to fuck me up when she hears this. Well, like just that one part, but no seriously. Um, I didn't ask her to be my girlfriend. It was kind of one of those, 
thinks to where and she and I like never argued all the time. Never argued all the time. Like we'd we would have probably argued we probably argued like about three times like since being together. But like you know, post breakup we argued a lot. But I guess that was just the fact that you know, like love was like love was still there. It may not be the unconditional like you're like my girlfriend and I'm your boyfriend kind of love, but it was still like love for the both of us was still there. And I cannot ever like repay this woman for doing what she did for me. Because if you guys like read like a post I said that um what is what what did I say? Uh I won't even read the whole thing. I'm just going to give you the gist of it. Well, I definitely well, what I said was that, you know, like when you have conversations, you know, like it's not just an exchange of words, it's an exchange of energy. And don't like like screw yourself out of feeding your soul with uncooked meals. And I would have to say, talking to Jess now more than ever is feeding feeds my soul. Whether it's a a sandwich with avocado slices on it or maybe a burrito from Castanetas you know with a large horchata my soul is fed every time I talk to her so so the reason why Jess gets a a revamped episode was because the first one was terrible. This one, this is for her. It's not a gift. It's it's one of those things to where you want you want people to know that good women exist. And that sometimes you don't always have to cheat to fuck up with a good woman. Sometimes it just takes the fact that she sees that you're not ready for for love. And that's okay. You know, like, she's never made me feel bad for, for not being ready. She's never made me feel bad about 
about leaving, you know, like, I would have to say she probably wanted that relationship to last more than more than I care to like acknowledge. You know, from from sitting up and binge watching girlfriends together to her finding out that Eve was the reason why Lucifer Morningstar was the reason why he loved Chloe Decker. That over over that time, you know, she she became more than just a lover to me. Like, dare I say this with with a smile on my face and love in my heart, that woman became my best friend. She became my BFF. I don't know if we're on terms of, you know, her letting me uh, write a forward in her book, but, you know, I'm, I'm happy that I get to talk to her. You know, even, and even now, to where I talk my shit. And she talks the truth. And to me, that, that'll always make us a Shaq and Kobe duo. And here I am getting off track. And I'm supposed to like be saying like like terrible not even terrible things. I'm supposed to be like talking about the relationship, but I guess in a way I that I am. But I'm just rambling on about it. You know, like fellas, you gotta get you a woman who's gonna motivate you to be better than who you were the day before. You got to get your woman, even when you slacking and you slacked off, she's not going to baby you. She's not going to coddle you. She's not even going to like, like hold your hand and tell you it's going to be okay. She's going to tell you to get the fuck up, get back on that bike, go to the store. I will forever be grateful for having this woman in my life. You know, she she was around to hear about the highs and lows of being me. She was there through through me, like trying to get through life without my grandmother. Like so, like she was like really like the main person that was there besides my family. And no, I don't mean like my aunts and my uncles and shit. I mean like the people who came into my life and they proved that they were my family. But but back to how we met. Well, we met on Facebook. And um, so she would always tell me that Although that 
I was, that I was funny. I was attractive. Although I felt she was mad about that one. <laughs> you know, she couldn't do it because of who I was friends with. So, like, that girl code shit, that is, that holds true to her. That holds weight. That held a lot of weight on why she said, you know, I'd give you a chance, but no girl code. And I'm just like, understandable. So I don't know what happened one day. So one day, she was just like, hey, girl code is fine and dandy, but I want to be happy. And that's when I got my chance. Now, this is the major key to life that I'm going to respect all the time. She pretty much said, hey, I'm going to give you a chance. I spoke, you know, and I spoke to him about it and he's okay with it. He was like, as long as I'm happy, but he wants to hang out with you. And I'm like, huh? (laughs) And so she was like, yeah, he wants to hang out with you. And so pretty much this is like the first time to where like I like I was okay with not meeting someone. And it's not that I don't want to meet the brother or anything. But it was more so that I don't want to be around the guy who kind of blames me for for a while like the woman that he used to like talk to like you know talk to me and they deal with me you know like granted and this is completely off the record and this is not about you Jess granted the women that he has dealt with are not prizes. They are not who and what I want. But yet, you know, I feel like I get blamed for that. But it is whatever. Back to Back to the important person. Um, so yeah, you know, she was, she was like, you know, she was great. Not was, but she still is, you know, um, like she She literally wanted to make 
the whole childhood dream of going for me to go to Disneyland come true. And I'm just like, well, get the fuck out of here. Like, so, like, I had, so pretty much the task list was, like, so short. But she completed a good, a good majority of those tasks on the list that, hey, that I didn't even know I had a list of. Like, she is the greatest, like, woman in the world. Not because of what she can provide you with materialistically. It's what she can provide you mentally and emotionally. Like... I I put it on everything. I've never enjoyed waking up with a smile on my face next to someone as much as I did with her. But, you know, things happen. And I can't be I can't be upset because at the end of the day, it was, it was a mutual choice in a sense, but I still want her to be happy. She's still a fighter, but let's get to the best part. So we head down on a trip to Oregon. And that's where I'm and that's where I was supposed to be for the next couple of months if everything worked out as planned. So, I believe the day of, we argued, or we, like, argued, like, that week. And usually when I have to, like, leave to go somewhere else, or to go home after, like, after, like, spending time with a a girlfriend... An argument happens. But, you know, she... She made valid points during said argument. And I told her that I didn't want her to see what I was saying. Although, I wasn't saying a lot. But... But by the time that I did everything that she wanted... Was too late, and that's what happens when you wait too long. You lose out on a good woman. So, 
So, you know, we we had a discussion the the night before. Well, the like the night that we were driving. After eating some stale ass cookies at her, just like laughing at me. You know. I can honestly say that I would redo. I would redo everything. You know, because why why shouldn't I want to do everything over? Why shouldn't I want to give myself and and her the fair chance of actually being happy together? Now, 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 quiet down, children. Cause I already, I can already hear, you know, you bitter Betty's in the back. Well, if that's the case, then you should have did it right the first time. Well, you know, uh, you over there giving Darius about like 3,455 chances to like fuck you over. So shut the fuck up. But. Like. You have to understand that peace like that doesn't come around often. And for me to like have fallen in love with her was unexpected. Or wasn't expected. I don't know. But it it just comes down to to two things. Love or regret. Now I I love this woman. You know, girlfriend or not. I have love for this woman. I love this woman. Do I regret? Do I regret her? I don't. The only thing I actually regret is doing it wrong. I regret making a rash decision of running away instead of staying and fighting. You know, so to you, my my amazing, loving, beautiful, smart, not funnier than me, but funny best friend. Thank you for allowing me to get this out, to share my thoughts about you and what you mean to me and what 
you have done for me as far as emotional and mental peace goes. And from the bottom of my heart, I sincerely love you. I want you to get everything that you are deserving of, you know, having a great book, having a successful podcast, having everything that you want. You deserve that. And that's coming from the horse's mouth. And this has been a love and regret story arc. And this is called Penguins. Thank you. Y'all, y'all love each other and yourselves because the world could use a little more love. Broody out.